0: Fangoria Magazine has never been better, and now is offering even more horror content for members than ever before. In addition to the four beautiful 100-page coffee table-worthy issues a year, you'll also now get exclusive access to digital horror content, like long-form pieces, deep dives and daily thoughts from the biggest names in horror, access to the Fangoria Vault, and a constant curation of our editorial team's favorite links from across the internet. They take the time to aggregate the most important news in horror in one space so that you don't have to. Become a Fangoria Plus member today and you get the best of both worlds. All the horror you crave, on your shelves and on your screens. Go to fangoria.com and become a member today. Use promo code QueerWolf for 15% off right now.
1: to so Attack exactly the Queer, queer wolf.
2: wolf. I'm Brennan. I'm Michael. I'm Nay. Hey.
1: hey. Miss y'all. <laughs> miss you too. I met our listeners. Oh, well.
3: Oh. I yeah. miss them too. <laughs> I miss them as well.
1: Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey.
0: Merry coffee, everybody. Merry coffee.
1: Merry coffee.
0: Happy tea. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like our special, right? All right. Holiday special. Life day is fast approaching. That was a really deep cut Star Wars reference. Um, I don't want to misrepresent myself as someone who cares about Star Wars, but you're welcome to anybody who does. I'm trying to look at a calendar.
1: I haven't seen any Star Wars movie ever. Any of them.
0: That's true power.
2: In this
1: economy? And not like, I'm like, I would watch them. At this point, I feel overwhelmed like by me. it. <laughs> I'm like how can I start at the beginning? I've
2: never been a huge Star Wars nut, but I've seen the last couple like mm-hmm. either on Netflix. I think I went to the theater and saw the last one. They're fun.
1: Yeah, they seem to seem to be having a good ass time. Mm-hmm. I really liked Yoda Rogue One. Oh my god. god.
2: <laughs> He's like the size of a Beanie Baby. I saw someone <laughs> tweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> any reference to a beanie baby cracks me I think up it was i don't sam. know why uh, i think sam said he was a course. beanie Baby. of <laughs> course of course And i think he oh said something like
2: i didn't realize he was the size of a beanie baby this might be my like start of star wars <laughs> fandom
0: like anything late 90s uh, mid 2000s sam is on yep.
2: it oh my god
1: yep. it's so funny because the moment we started talking about beanie babies just now i thought of sam and then when he said it's sam that said that I'm yeah like, it was of course. it
2: was definitely sam. that's
1: hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I used to, you know what Beanie Baby I always used to look for. It was so there was like two bowls and one of them I forget what its name was in there and I well actually I forget the name of both of them but one of them was worth like two thousand dollars. Really? Yes, but it was the more rare of the two bowls. Shit
2: from the nineties. Yeah. That people should have clung to like old Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. No, but you're
0: who is is someone selling Beanie Babies for that much now? No. Like like how but sometimes like, that shit goes for a lot of money later.
1: You can find you know got to find one person
0: yeah it's niches somewhere <laughs>
1: yeah definitely just
0: like i'm always wondering when the funko pop vinyl figure bubble is going to burst oh wow because those collectors prices are
1: climbing oh
0: really yeah there's they- um there's some that i've seen they're going for like 80 bucks 100 bucks um people will pay yeah. different different strokes yeah i, mean, so I had a friend folks. text me last year that I hadn't spoken to in years
2: like from home Asking me if I kept any of my Nintendo games. And I was like, why? And he sent me a link. And people were buying old school Nintendo games for like a few hundred to a few thousand dollars. Yeah. If you still had them. Okay. They were becoming like a rare collector item. Humans. And I was mad because I remember wanting to keep them. And my mom made me throw them away.
1: Yeah, fucking mom.
0: (gasps) (laughs) But also scarcity doesn't always add value. Like, I wanted to watch the movie Baby Cakes, where Ricky Lake plays a mortician who falls in love with Craig Schaeffer.
1: Hell Sheffer. yes.
0: And the VHS is like $500 on Amazon. And I was like, you know what? I can wait okay. to watch this movie. All
1: right. Oh, go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I still love to so come home, home from school and watch Ricky Lake. Go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. Ooh, come go home Ricky. from school, watch Ricky Lake.
2: Remember when Tempest Fresh Blood, Blood Show had a show? Yes, I
1: did. Was it yeah. called the Tempest
2: it was Blood called the Show? Tem- I think it was called Tempest, or it was called the Tempest Blood so- Show.
0: And she just starred in a new. It was like a talk show. So, it was like the
2: '90s was also the era of like the daytime talk show. Everybody had a talk show in the '90s. Remember um, Jenny Jones? Mm-hmm. And then she had a trial
3: mm-hmm. because yes. one of her
2: guests murdered somebody. What? It was actually she had a guest on that revealed to a she had a guy on that surprise revealed to another guy that he had a crush on him, and the other guy killed him after the show recorded. That tracks.
3: Yeah.
1: Right Yay <laughs> Damn Anyhow, Sally Jesse Raphael Aw uh-huh.
2: Her haircut <laughs> Love it Most giant glasses I always loved when Jan Hooks played her on Saturday Night Live Donahue Phil Donahue hmm
3: hmm mm-hmm.
2: Phil Hartman played him on SNL And he was always so good at it Anyway I love I love Saturday Night Live <sighs>
0: I, I'm truly lost in this part of the conversation. Yeah. Well, you weren't um, even born yet. <laughs> not, not really. Um, I was thinking about it. So what are we? what are we doing? Michael, you gave us a homework assignment. I did. So in honor of this holiday special,
2: and it's also almost the end of the year, mm-hmm. instead of doing a regular tea time, I suggested we do our top five movies of the year. And I really got the idea because I saw that. Shockwaves was doing their top 10. I saw a tweet and I was like, Oh, we should do the same thing. There's nothing I love more than making a list. So I know you do. I had one at the ready. So I made one like literally after you both agreed via text that you were okay doing it. I immediately made a list. Cool. Appreciate it. Who wants to go first?
0: Um, Nate, I heard you maybe don't have as many entries. Correct. Okay. So
1: I'm going to go after you in case I want to steal one of (laughs) y'all. Yeah. And be like, Oh yeah, duh. That one. Mm hmm.
0: Um, I will say mine is not all movies because I've been kind of slacking on the movie front this year. I have
2: one TV show in mine as well. Yeah,
0: so do I? Yeah. Um, so do you want to just like me do my full list? You do your full list and we do go around like that. Or do you want to do like one, 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 one would be nice. Okay. Or no, but do again, we want Nate? Give Nate, well, let's get, let's do your list. And then my list or you and I can go back and forth and then yeah, Nate Mike and I will ours. go back and forth and Nate can be like, that was definitely on my list. <laughs> yeah. too.
3: Perfect. Perfect.
0: um, To give texture to my list, I took out three titles that were going to be on there that were created by people who have been guests on the show formerly. Oh, I didn't worry about that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I was like, I want, I want some extra things. Okay. So if one of my runner ups is mentioned by you, I'll flag it. And I'm also going to preface to people. I haven't seen everything. So don't tweet me that. What about this? I probably didn't see it. Oh yeah. No, I definitely didn't (laughs) see it. Pet cemetery. Nope. Yeah.
1: I didn't
0: see that either. Dr. Sleep? Not yet. I
1: haven't seen I it saw yet that.
0: So, can I?
2: So, I have some that I said are worthy of mention. Sure. Like extra movies that I liked this year. Should I mention those now or at the end? What do you think?
0: Let's mention them at the end in okay. case they show up on mine. Perfect. And also, we're recording in late November. So, yes. things that came out after this will not show up. And this is airing, what, the 19th? Uh, sometime. Sometime in December? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, you go first. Number five. Oh, okay. Uh, my number five Brandon's is number five, everybody. Okay. I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> Thank you, five. Um, <laughs> it's actually, it's a movie that came out in February. It's called The Prodigy by Nicholas McCarthy. Um, it's that one. I if, saw it. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw it in the movie theater. I was kind of dragged by Sergio to see The Prodigy because I was like, this looks, you know, pretty so-so. I mean, I do love some early year horror, like January, February horror movies. My
2: first pick is also a February.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I- I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Prodigy, it does, it's very silly. And there were a lot of moments, especially in the first act where I was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be the movie for me. But there is a scene... In the middle of this movie that goes absolutely hog wild, <laughs> just throws caution to the there wind. There actually was some daring stuff in this movie. I yes. didn't
2: particularly love the movie, but I was it, actually really, I loved where they went a couple times. Like they, oh yeah. There. Yeah.
0: No. And
1: I don't think anything. Good. I, did you see it? No. Okay. Looking at now. I'm, oh yeah. yeah. It's, I guess
0: I should mention That's briefly good. what it's about. Yeah. Um, it's about, I think it's Taylor Schilling. It is. Um, yeah. She has a kid and the kid may or may not have like the soul of a dead serial killer you know pupating inside of him. Um and you know, that scary happened to die happen. the same day
2: he was born. Yeah, it's
0: very my soul to take. Um and yeah, it just it goes completely off the rails in a way that had me just chowing down on that popcorn. I was like, hell yeah, this movie's crazy. It's wild. Sorry. I'm trying to reduce my use of that word. Um, Michael, what's your number five? My number five is, and people are going to give me shit for this, for being biased. Okay. Um, but
2: February, my number I knew, five wait, when is you said
1: February. I knew is mm-hmm.
0: happy. That day to you. Of
2: course. That's,
1: and, that's on my list too. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that, yeah. that's
0: on my list of stuff that I took off because Chris Landon's been on the show. Yeah. Well, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I so I actually
2: saw this movie in the theaters opening weekend. I actually went with Chris. He had he had like a group of friends that he invited to go to the ArcLight and watch this movie with him, and we Aww. actually sat right behind him. And I got really embarrassed because I started <laughs> sobbing when Tree is talking to her mom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the alternate mom, yeah, mm-hmm. and is really laying her heart out there. And her mom is saying how she's proud of her and stuff. And my dad had died less than a year before. And that scene really resonated with me. Cause it's like, Oh, that's like the, that's the moment I think a lot of people wish they had with a lost loved one. And tree got to have that, even though it was like essentially a multiverse version of her mother. <clears throat> so that is a standout scene. And I think the scene is so well written that it would stand out in any movie but particularly in a slasher movie you don't get a lot of scenes like that
0: yeah in a slasher
2: sequel too In a slasher kind of sequel and i'm a huge fan of the first movie but upon a second watch so i went and watched the movie again wondering if i would still feel the same way about it and i do and i actually think i might it might be another number 2 that i appreciate more than the number 1 mm, um, obsessed i'm a you know it's i'm a huge fan of chris obviously but i just it does some stuff again, like the Prodigy, that just it, it it fucking throws the rules out the window that the first movie created for itself,
0: and it still works. It's and, a cool movie, and it's fun for a sequel to do that while still being in continuity. So it's not like Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning, where it's like, oh, this is a completely different
1: movie.
2: Yeah, it's like, oh, it this literally is takes, still it literally starts yeah. up at the same moment of the first
1: movie. I love that.
2: You know, like it takes everything about the first movie kind of throws it out the window, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? It, it respects the events of the first film, but it's like, here, I'm going to give you something completely different. And I know talking to Chris, the reason he did that is because he didn't want to do the same movie again. And the natural inclination is to do a sequel where she's in a time loop again. And he's like, yep. you're just remaking the first film. And I think that's a daring move. And for me, it really, really worked. And it's Really yeah. funny too. Mm-hmm.
1: It is hilarious. And um, Lizzo
0: did a song.
2: For yeah. Her. I mean, she
1: did a song for it, Jessica Roth, is everything oh, she's the best we stand. we really do and like <laughs> to me
0: she
2: solidified herself as up there in the ranks of the final girls oh yeah of, of all horror like um i'd say she's probably the best final girl of this decade as far as slasher movies are concerned Damn. so okay
1: michael um
2: but
0: yeah i really love that movie so that's my number five Right. They had it on our list. Yeah. <laughs> also number five, sure. We'll call it that. Um, my number four is a film, a little film from Tyler Gillette and a Matt Bettinelli Open. It's called Ready or Not. Um, that is on my worthy of mention. Okay, list. Yes. that's a
2: very fancy way to say that. Yes. I actually had it in my top five until I thought of
0: another movie mm-hmm. that pushed it. Fair enough. Pushed it out. I'm excited to hear what that is. Um, but yeah, Ready or Not, it's just, it. it is a very fun movie. It's Super about, fun. you know, a uh, new bride in this very rich family finds out that they have a tradition of playing a game on the night after the wedding. And the game that gets chosen is Hide and Seek, where she has to survive the night where <sighs> they all try to murder her. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, saying anything other than that's a spoiler, so don't. And, if you haven't well, no, seen it Because it's so fun. I haven't. It's really it, fun. It's super fun. I. It did. It remind. Mm, it reminded me a lot of Your Next yeah. in the kind of like snippy family yeah. like, dinner table. Agreed. Dynamics, but I want more. Your Next in my life all the time. So I was like, please give this to me. And Samara Weaving is she's obviously so great, in the movie. She's literally in every second of that film. Yeah, and she's so good. She's really good in everything she does and also this movie has a like 50s style like cheerful oldies song like because you know a lot of horror movies are doing that thing where they kind of juxtapose like oh tiny tim singing tiptoe through the tulips mm-hmm. and it's over a creepy scene they couldn't find the right scary song so they made their own and it's perfect <laughs> it's awesome yeah it's a good movie yeah it's a lot of fun annie mcdowell's pretty great in it too oh and adam brody and- i I love the McDalazants we're having. She was in Magic Mike XXL as a (laughs) Southern Cougar, and she was incredible (laughs) in both of these movies.
2: Yeah. Ready or Not? Have you seen Ready or Not, Mm -mm. It's a fun movie. It does sound good. It's a lot of fun. I recommend it. Um, My number four is Knife and Heart. Oh, I want to see that. Which is a French Giallo. Um, It's the quickest way to put it it is it's the cast of a gay porno in the 1970s in France is being murdered and it's serial shelter it's on shutter yeah
1: it's on my shutter list it is
2: so good yeah i've heard it's that it's re- like really good it's really well done it's beautiful the acting's awesome it's scary it's got a great mystery um it's very gay i, I mean, love all of those obviously things. um but my favorite part about it is it's set on an all male gay porno but the director and like the producer are two women and they're a couple. So like the movie managed to manages to be about a gay porno, but it's really a lesbian love story, which I really love. And the lead, I don't know her name off the top of my head. She's so smoking hot and she's got one of those like gaps in her teeth. That is like super sexy. So she's just cool. The The clothes, the music, everything about it is awesome. The color scheme. So that, I highly recommend that movie.
0: That's definitely on the list of things that I am going to force myself to catch up with before I solidify like my end of the year, like new year's, like top 10 list of everything. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a contender. Definitely movie. watch that. Movie. I'm excited. I think you'll love it. Uh, I guess my number three is time for that. Uh, my number three is something we did an episode on. It's the perfection, which is nice. such a roller coaster of a film. <laughs> I mean, check out that episode. It's delightful.
1: It's also on my list.
0: Oh, great. Not on mine.
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. You were the voice
0: of dissent on that one.
1: I
2: actually like by the end of that episode, I remember feeling better about the movie, but Mm. it still doesn't do anything for me.
0: That's fair. Look, again, it's a very acquired taste and it requires three distinct acquired tastes. Mm -hmm. It really, it, it's like a ping pong game watching that movie, but I I was there for the whole thing. Yeah,
2: I don't think it's acquired. I just didn't think it was very good. (laughs) i mean you know i know yeah
0: i know you thought that yeah yeah so
1: but sometimes michael's wrong yeah yeah <laughs> or sometimes
0: we just have different opinions
1: yeah there's that
0: <laughs> sometimes
1: michael's wrong know, i'm kidding i don't even know why i'm so that.
2: great but it's so funny because it's true there are sometimes someone gives you an opinion and you're just like you're wrong like when someone says the exorcist isn't scary they're wrong oh, dear it's God. it's scary so I was like, that movie's not even scary. It made me laugh. You're wrong.
1: Yeah. When you were like eight years old, you yeah. asshole, you were <laughs> yeah. laughing. It scared the shit out yeah, of me right. still.
2: It yeah. still scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Fuck you if you think that. Anyway, <laughs> um, my number three is a documentary. a tour noir.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, that was also
0: on the list I took off because Xavier Bergen was on the show.
2: Before. Yeah. I... I mean, I feel like if you haven't seen this movie, there's something wrong with you. Um,
0: or, look, access... I know access is not there.
2: I mean that in jest because access is not a, a... Everything is not accessible to everybody. But if you haven't seen the movie and you can find access to it, please do. It's on Shutter. Yeah. I believe you can, you can, can run get like, it on iTunes.
1: You can get like four... How many days free of Shutter? Seven? I mean, like sometimes 30. Free, you know... Get your like, friend's password. Yeah. Get oh,
2: access to this movie. Definitely. I think they even sometimes do 30-day...
3: Mm-hmm. free trials
2: they do seven
3: mm-hmm.
2: um so yeah i did say that in jest i don't mean that as like something's really wrong with no, you but of course, of course. it's such an awesome film
3: Ugh, it
2: um, is. and the thing that was my favorite part of it was not only seeing a pov that i just as a white dude can't fully comprehend because it's not my life experience but my other favorite part was just learning about all these other movies that I've never seen and then going and seeing those movies Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. on shutter too. Yeah.
1: That was a baller move for shutter to put all of the films mentioned. mm -hmm. They had a category for a while. um, I know. I remember that. (laughs) I remember that because, and it's great because the first, the first, um, version of ganja and Hess that I found online after Mark recommended it, like, Way you find way it on back or, or something. Yeah, it was horrible, and of course, like it didn't have captions, and I need captions. And you know, it was just so great when Shutter put everything on there. Yeah,
2: and it was such a baller move because it was like the same day.
1: Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> like they had that shit
2: and It was pretty cool. I hope they do that with the, the queer documentary. Doc? I yeah. hope so too. They, like they're the only app that has a queer section. I mean, Netflix and Hulu both do but they're the only app that like really respects that section because they have a lot of really good shit in their queer section mm-hmm. right now. And Hulu is just like, if it's like a picture of two dudes hugging, they like put it in the
3: queer <laughs> section.
2: You know what I mean? Boat trip. Yeah. Like <laughs> in and out. Um, but yeah,
3: poor
0: Noir. Mm-hmm.
3: So
2: it's really
0: a, like, and, yeah. yeah, no, it's terrific. It's, it's, it's terrific. Especially, um, when they talked about the kind of, uh, inception of the genre and a lot of the like deeper cuts from like the forties through the Uh sixties. There's a lot of stuff that is really compelling. Just watching clips where you're like, it's, it's, it's a fascinating,
2: it's the greatest class. It's the greatest education of black history in film I've ever gotten. And it was in 90 minutes like seeing movies I've never even heard of Mm -hmm. the way he approached like the twenties and the thirties in film. And so it was just so great. Um, oh, um, they should do a follow up. Oh yeah, and there's so much more to talk about. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Hopefully, that happens to all the docs Shutter's making.
2: Yeah, because you know? it didn't. Xavier say that there was. He couldn't say, but he alluded to the fact that maybe there was. Eventually, there might be something in the pipeline. Or my, I,
1: I can't remember I can't that. Remember, I remember that? Maybe yeah. I'm making that. Up. I don't know. Maybe I'm just Maybe <laughs> I'm
2: pushing my wish onto. Yeah. It would make sense if they did a series.
1: Yeah. Like a 30 Ooh. minute episodes of that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Would, that would be incredible. Mm. Um, and just focus on like one movie or one movie.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Save it for your pitch. Um, anyway, my number two, that is, that's where we're at, right? Yep. Okay. It's a TV show from HBO it was created by Julio Torres and Ana Fabrega. It's Losa Spookies, Yay, which yeah. I have mentioned several times yeah. on the show. Still haven't seen it, but it, I want to. It's, it's the most – look, it's six episodes. They're 30 minutes apiece. You can knock it out right now like while watching the – no. Brian and I started the watching the an episode, and we're
2: laughing pretty hard. But we, like, had to go to
0: bed, so we never yeah, picked it back that's up. That's fair. You're grown ups. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, you have jobs. I get it. Um, but, no, it's just such a surreal, exciting, energetic show. And it's hard to even talk about because it's so – monumentally strange, but I, I I recommend it so highly. It's, it's a show that by all accounts should not exist. Um, it's such a, that's why it should. Yeah, exactly. But it's such a specific, unique granular thing, but it's, it's very special. I love it. Yeah.
2: And they got renewed for season two, right? Yes, it did. Awesome. Um, my number two is also a TV show. Oh, which one? And I think I've said this on here before. I've talked about it a lot. It's the act. Oh yeah. Oh, not necessarily. Oh yeah. How did I
1: forget? Not
2: necessarily. I think a lot of people might not classify it as horror, but to me it's there's horrific. nothing scarier than a true tale of just horrific horrific person doing something to their own child.
1: Good call. I it's so fucking that.
2: terrifying. It's yeah. And it's like I've said this before. To me, it was the scariest show that was made last this in 2019. Um, I actually had to go and check because I felt like has this. I felt like the show seems like it's been around for so long, but it actually was released earlier this year. I thought it was last year. Um, but the performances are terrifying, even when it's not terrifying.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: Joey King's performance, like is haunting. She is that she is, she is gypsy.
1: That show was cast so well. Perfectly. Yeah.
2: I mean, Chloe having, just smoking cigarettes, oh.
1: and drinking beer. <laughs> My God. Always in, you know, yeah, forever and ever. But
2: yeah, we've talked about it here. It terror, it's terrifying. Um, and I'm so excited that they're doing a second season on another act.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I really am becoming a huge fan of Nick and work. Oh yeah. Um, He's got like 60 shows in the works right now because of his success lately. Um so yeah, the act, Joey King. Did I wanna say Patricia Arquette won an Emmy for it, but I could be wrong.
1: She should. Did she the happen? Oh I you know, she was that. nominated for
2: it, lost for supporting in a limited series, but one for lead in a limited series for escape at Danamora, I believe okay. maybe I'm making that up.
3: I don't know. <laughs> she was nominated.
2: No. Cause Michelle Williams won for Fosse Verdon or whatever.
0: Sure. That sounds yeah. true. Anyway, I completely missed the Emmys. They flew right over my head. I didn't watch them. Um, but my number one uh, should come as no surprise. It's Tigers Are Not Afraid by yep. Issa Lopez. Um, I've talked about it a lot. It inspired me to read a whole book of magical realist literature. Um, it's very important to me. I don't know if that episode will have come out yet. It won't have. It inspired me to read Pedro Paramo, which is like a very influential Mexican magical realist novel. Um, and I'm going to watch the movie that got made out of Pedro Paramo. More on that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it really sparked something in me. It's a really powerful piece and... I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it too much. Like go in as blind as possible. Um, I would just say, don't go in expecting like, you know, big boo jump scare horror movie. It's just, you know, it's very atmospheric and it's very powerful. I liked it a lot. Yeah. You have, you are a big fan of it. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: And then my number one is a movie I just watched recently. And
0: I think it's not only my favorite horror movie of the year, but it's my favorite movie of the year and
2: it's parasite.
0: Oh Yeah. I I knocked that one out cuz I didn't feel like it qualified enough but it's it's a great movie.
2: Yeah, I think the suspense aspect and again the class going over class is scary. <laughs> like um and just like the divide in the world between poor people and rich people, it's kind of a terrifying thing and I thought the movie did a really good job of showing you how desperate people can be and how flippant people can be and how unemotional people can be and how very emotional people can be. And just also the thing, the amount of suspense built into that mm-hmm. movie when they're, you're just like, wait, this scene suspenseful, this isn't a suspenseful f- Wait, they're managing to make this a suspenseful scene was so great. And the last act is kind of terrifying mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I, rarely do does a movie ever make me feel like I don't know what the fuck's going to happen every minute. And I felt like that the entire time I watched the movie. Like I was like, I have no idea where
0: this is going the entire time. Oh, yeah. And this doesn't happen to me a lot, but there were multiple moments in that movie where I reacted like bodily to it. Yes. Like I felt like my stomach clench, uh-huh. even if it was just a line of dialogue. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. It's, um, and the, with
2: the woman that played the daughter, so fucking, the whole cast oh, yeah. is amazing, but she was particularly
0: like, well, and, and this is a, this is a movie where every aspect of the production is working in service of the narrative. Like, mm-hmm. Cinematography, production design, acting, dialogue, just Costumes. everything's like really perfectly precise oh, to accomplish so what the movie is working towards. It's
2: so good. It's so good. I really want to see it again. So yeah, that's our, our top five. Should I mention my worthies to see if nay has any of those in her list?
1: Sure. <laughs>
2: Cause I feel like, You know, I mean, it's hard to put together lists because it's, you know, it's opinions are, you know, what they they, are. They are what they are. So everyone's list is different. But it also like can get people focused on like just a certain number. And then you forget that there are a bunch of other great Mm -hmm. things out there to watch. And I'm also a huge proponent of not doing worst of lists because you're just shitty, Mm -hmm. I think, doing that it's really hard to get a movie made and sometimes it just doesn't work out and it's not yeah. particularly one person's fault. So people that take glee and being like, these are the five worst horror movies of the year. Not a fan. Um, but other ones I wanted to mention because I really enjoyed these were satanic panic mm-hmm. ma cause it's the camp movie of 2019 uh, doctor sleep I actually really, I really liked Dr. Doctor, Doctor Sleep. I didn't love it, but I really, really, really liked it. Crawl. I had a really good time, even though that movie <laughs> sucks. I like, and I'd say that because it's awesome. You know what I mean? Um, Ready or not. Annabelle Comes Home. I had a blast watching Annabelle Comes Home. It's yeah, the a really fun. fun movie. And then Us, which I thought was like a blast of a movie. And that actually was in my top five until I decided to put the act in. Because I was like, should I put a TV show? And I knew I wanted it at number two because Parasite would have been number one.
0: Um, like I would put Lupita Nyong'o in us at number one.
2: on Yeah.
1: Seriously. List.
0: Like her Oscar should come with a side of honey and lemon. Like yeah, that, that's the so sad, physical act of that profession. That's that's
1: definitely my number one.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else?
1: Um, yeah. So the virtual reality black mirror episode. Ooh. Ooh. L- yes. Love, obsessed with, so hot. <laughs> um, and then us because us, I can't. My eyeballs feel so wonderful just <laughs> watching us. Like it is. I. It's yeah. a. Uh, it feels so good. And then there's something so. You ever have those like maybe it's from a reoccurring dream or just like some kind of creepy thing you've been imagining your whole life, but there that like underworld of activity that mirrors our own uh-huh. scratched such a like deep fear itch for me oh, i don't really? know i can't explain it even just the visual of like it kind of looks like a, like a dead mall
3: mm-hmm. down and, there like, classrooms yeah and stuff. something yeah.
1: about that just like just i don't know layers. it just like takes over my senses Like,
2: reading an article, I think it was Joel, Joel Monique that talked about just the classroom, the fact that he used a classroom in those scenes at the end, like representing the education system in America for people of color and like be like, holy shit. Like, Mm -hmm. thing I really love about us is like Jordan Peele. It's his version of a popcorn movie, but it still made you think like a motherfucker. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think it's interesting to see people's critique are of, you know, when they're like, "I knew from the beginning that, you know, what the twist is." They're like, "I knew it, I knew it." Which is cool, you know. And no you don't. But I think it's interesting cuz like <laughs> the things that they point out that led them to think that they or to know the twist, I'm like all of those things to me are just like trauma survivor things. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, you, oh, so you, you knew that wasn't, you knew, I don't want to like spoil the movie, but I'm like, Oh, you knew that because of that. It's like, yeah. I like you just, didn't
2: think she didn't want to go back there because of what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Or like you think her some, struggling that? with words or like all of those, I'm like, all of these things just sound like someone had a real fucked up trip. They have PTSD. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I love. It took me forever to see it. I think I, I do that sometimes with something I really, really, really want, or something I really want to see. I'll just like put it off as long as possible. Oh, really? Yes. I'm it, like, get me there opening took, day. Yeah, it took me so long, but I, ugh, I'm actually really excited to. I'm gonna be a guest on another. Oh yeah. Podcast talking about the soundtrack. Oh my god! Us. I was just gonna so, say I've
2: listened to the score of Us so much. Yeah. Because um, it's so good. Phenomenal. Just the score. Yeah. Um, that was like my go-to soundtrack to listen to while I was writing this year. Ooh. Was the uh, soundtrack. It's such yeah. a good
0: score. And I love a good score. I, don't know, I, I love a score that has the ability to weave in like Popular extant music. music yeah, um, And just kind of transform it into something completely different and recontextualize it in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And make it scary. Yeah. I mean, that shit's scary.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've got five on it. I've yeah. never heard that be scary. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: It's like genius. It's that is a, like a stroke of genius.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So I'm curious. Does Peel have
0: another movie in the works? I haven't heard, feel like I haven't heard anything. I mean, he's producing that Candyman reboot, Which right?
2: Looks. Um, I can't
1: wait for that. Who's doing that antebellum? One oh, that I, I, I saw don't. all over Twitter today. Oh, I, I didn't say anything about that. You <laughs> know, I like immediately looked away. Cause I was like, I don't yeah. want to see a trailer. I don't want to see any of that. Um,
2: 2020 is shaping up to be a good year for horror in the movie theater. There's a lot of good movies coming out. Invisible man. Oh yeah. Um, Halloween Kills sounds cool.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. A movie that Chris
2: Landon's directing. That sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. sounds, right. it sounds okay. <laughs> I've kind of heard a lot
1: about it at this point. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But yeah, the Antebella movie, Jan- Janelle Jeanette is going to be in that. Oh, oh. Like, that's fucking cool. Hot, um, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it said. I just remember, is it in, shooting before I looked away from the preview? It said, I'm like, did it say from the producers of Get Out and Us? I'm looking, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like looking now, but anyway, Wait, how did I
2: miss that trailer? It's well, Lionsgate, I
1: don't know. I, I shut my eyes real Mysterious quick. Mysterious
2: Janelle Monet horror movie debuts trailer,
0: I had no idea. Well, while we're looking it up, I will say the other one that I pulled off my list was Escape Room, which was directed by Adam Robotel, who was also on the oh, show. Oh, hell yeah. That was that just barely uh, squeaked in the deadline. It was in January. Um, but yeah, that movie was a blast.
2: Comes out April. Antebellum. Oh. It's it so. It says, Get Out Us. It says from from the producer of Get Out and Us. But I don't see Jordan Peele's name here, so I'm betting it's like one of the other people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, can't
2: wait. Was that, like, secretly made? Did people know it was coming? Oh,
1: Kirstie Clemens is in it,
0: too. Anyway. Okay, so we're here to talk about a movie. Is Um, it, though? (laughs) Hey, you suggested this one. This was your idea. It was. (laughs) Um, Much better memories of it, than The movie in question (laughs) is... Black Xmas, yeah, two thousand six. Even went with the X. Oh yeah, look, you got to differentiate it because it does not deserve the title. <laughs> it does not. Um, and look, I, I, am I'm, I'm not a remake trasher. Um, this remake potentially, um, it's not unworthy simply by being a remake. It's just not a film that I like very much. Uh, I'm um, definitely have better memories of it than I definitely thought I liked it more than I do. <laughs> well, how about we start with some shady summaries? Okay. Nay, do you have one?
1: There was one of our... Well, I want to see the Facebook group one that you picked, Uh Brennan, because um, I wanted to read... There's one of them that I... Oh, sure. That was so funny. I mean... But I don't know which one you picked yet.
0: You can can read yours, and if it lines up, it lines up. Okay. Yeah, mine is Watch
2: Men Make a Movie Starring All Women, Where They Think This Is How They Speak to Each Other, and Then Deserve
0: to Die. (laughs) 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 Um... And mine is, if you're dreaming of a white Christmas, look no further.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's so good. It's so white. Oh, my God. Um, The one from our Facebook group that I really loved is from Sarah Evans. The same one? Okay. I'd rather eat flesh cookies than watch this movie again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That one was solid. It made
1: me laugh so hard
0: and um i do have a, uh there was a runner up from dallas jones saying only the 11th worst christmas movie of lacey chabert's <laughs> career but
3: speaking that's as really
0: funny speaking as someone who just a week ago watched pride prejudice and mistletoe i would say that's better than black christmas <laughs> um
1: yeah.
0: and that that's not saying a lot anyway um it's really funny nay what was yours did you say yours
1: no i just read the other one oh, okay because I mean, it's it's bad. It was, I mean, it was fun the first time. It I was remember, fun in two thousand six. Yeah,
2: when I saw it in the movie theater. I remember leaving and being like, "Oh, that's like a fun Mean yeah. Girls version of Black Christmas." Uh-huh. And now
0: I'm just like, "Oof." Was Was that the last time you'd seen it?
1: Yes. It
2: might have been. Okay. Although I rented it on iTunes. And when I pressed play, it was an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. So I oh. must have rented it on iTunes at some point in the past. Huh. And it picked up right where I must have left That's, off. How strange. Yeah. I was like, wait, it was like an hour and seven minutes into the movie. Because I remember being like, why is Oliver Hudson's and Katie <laughs> Cassidy's faces in my face already? <laughs> it's in Midius Riz. <clears throat> yeah. Brian was like, why? wait, were you watching this already? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Brian ended up watching the whole movie with me. When he was like, I'm only going to watch five minutes.
0: There are so many other movies we watch for the podcast that you could have picked. Well, t- the, my favorite is the two things
2: he asked me during the movie. He goes, why does this feel so disjointed? And I was like, oh my God, you didn't even know about like the production problems. And like, he's already sensing it. <laughs> and then he goes, is this made by those guys that made Scream? Because this sounds like it's still trying to be Scream. And how many years later was it? And I said a whole decade. He goes, they were still trying to make Scream like movies ten years later, and I was like, Yeah.
0: Well, look, everyone should always be trying to make a movie as good as Scream. True. <laughs> that you is- should try to
2: make a movie that has a story as good as Scream. You shouldn't just not- copy yeah. Well, yeah. Which is what they were ripping off their trying to rip off their own movie, which is so funny.
0: Yeah. What a what a <laughs> what a piece this film is. There's so much in it that I want to like very much. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast is like it's got a great the cast. cast is
1: fun. The kills are fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's,
0: it's very really, holly jolly. Like
1: the, the, yeah, the, the Christmas and, elements yeah.
3: are
2: there. I actually really love the amount of Christmas lights I and Christmas it. imagery there's in it. Yeah. Um because I saw it, I think I told you I saw the new one, right?
0: Oh, you did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I continued to kidding. be jealous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: I, yeah. I liked it, but I felt like it could have used a little bit more of. I didn't really think about it when I watched it, but after watching this one, I was like, oh, there's a lot of Christmas. Well, the, like, just the lights. Like the movie, one scene I really liked was when the camera was in the ceiling and it was mm-hmm. looked like almost like a. It was presented like camera footage, but it, like if you put a security camera there, that's where it would be. Uh huh. Um, and the lights the one girl was coming out of her room
0: and the lights were yeah. just going green. Oh yeah. There's some red stuff with that. And then green. And then right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and this movie is directed or I mean, is a uh, production designed like one of the Lacey Chabert Hallmark Christmas. movies? <laughs> All every, their sweaters. And every everything. flat surface is bedecked <laughs> in <laughs> wreaths and lights and the electric bill must be out of control in this house. And just so, also somehow, how did the hallways manage to be both dark and incredibly bright at the same time? I know, And like, so many thoughts on this
2: movie. I even little shit was annoying me. Like when Oliver Hudson says I used to play on this street before it was all fraternity houses. And then later in the movie, when Lee, the older sister comes in, mm-hmm. she's like, how strange is it that the only other house on the street has their lights on? I'm like, which is it, bitches? Is it a street what? full of fraternity houses or are there only two? I can't stand when movies make those tiny mistakes because it means no one's paying attention.
0: Oh, the kids love to play in that street with the two houses because <laughs> there's so much room for soccer. <laughs> no, but you're right. But it's just like perfectly encapsulated to me what this
2: movie's whole problem is. And it's no one seemed to care. Consistency. Yeah. I'm like,
1: it's really hard to follow. It is. Yeah. Cause
2: like it just kind of bounces around and mm-hmm. I guess you I mean, it was plagued with production problems from the very beginning. The Weinsteins were like, this tone isn't working. Do this tone. No, do this tone. No, do this scene. No, do this scene. Reshoot the ending. No, reshoot this ending. Oh, we're going to go shoot shit just to show in the commercials. We're going to do this. Kill this person. Like, everyone was filming a bunch of different stuff. And, like, I remember reading Michelle Trachtenberg had no idea how she was even going to die in the movie by the time it like was released. Because I think they killed her two or three different ways. And there was, like used to be in physical media, there was access to both major cuts because they released a different cut in Europe when the movie came out.
3: Yeah. (laughs) This movie
0: has been chopped and screwed to death basically. And that's not its fault, but also what is its fault is that every single white girl looks exactly the same. (laughs) They're styled exactly the same. The hair is exactly the same. It's in a ponytail. And to the point that the characters in the movie can't recognize <laughs> each other. At me. <laughs> well, you don't, you can't keep
2: track of their names. Even like the only reason I could keep track of everybody is because I know who they all are as actors Yeah, and like who their names are in real life. And I was calling them by their real life names. Cause I, oh, yeah. like midway through the movie, I realized Dana was Lacey Chabert.
0: Like, like who's this Dana? I was like, Dana who the fuck is about? Dana I'm they're talking about? about. And I was like, Oh, it's Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Um and but literally um Lee in the hospital scene she sees the killer Agnes who is she jaundiced or was it just lighting is she also that's part of this movie but basically she, she wasn't jaundiced as a child
2: but in the again, hospital scene she does look jaundiced
0: yeah I see I don't which was also a huge reshoot that makes sense oh. mm. um but the thing is uh Lee thinks she's Katie Cassidy in the bed even though she's a comp- Completely different person. And yeah, even from behind you can tell it's not Katie Cassidy. Yeah. The hair color is different. Yeah, the hair color's different. It's Katie much Cassidy more, has like white hair. Yeah, Katie Cassidy hasn't been living in the walls. Her hair looks a lot different. Yeah, it looks moist like a conditioned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> that is the most severe case of jaundice <laughs> boy why don't they take you right back to the hospital like you need to be put under those special lights also why things that they do
2: what did that add to the why. movie yeah like the mom was true. a shithead to him anyway why did he need the jaundice
1: that's true what what was the point of that that's interesting
2: like was it wasn't supposed to be like was it supposed to be the mom's excuse? Like, I almost look at it in today's lenses. Like they were giving them, of course the mom wouldn't like her kid. He's yellow. You know what I mean? But like, that's all I could come up with is that they were trying to get us to sympathize with the mother. But like, and you know what I like, mean? You don't need to
1: do that. Like yeah. I think we can all understand not liking your child. Yeah, I mean, that's one of I've my biggest fears like about a little
2: demon child. If
1: I were to ever have a kid, I'm like, what if I just genuinely did not like that fucking kid? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What if you just want to fuck
1: on the top of the stairs? That part. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Should we like briefly recap this movie, or are we just yeah. assuming? Yeah, probably. It's literally. I, just, I mean, a I would
1: love to hear it because it's so hard. For me, it was really hard for me to string together and how they're connected. the and-
2: quickest way to do it is a bunch of sorority girls are stalked by a killer
0: that's living in their walls that
2: used to live in the house 15 years earlier. Yeah.
0: And there's a bunch of a uh, Rob Zombie esque flashbacks to the life of the and killer what is with
2: like the different, the, the flashback to like five different years. It's like, a real
0: journey. The ages like, the,
2: and the ages don't match the years. Th- this Did is- you notice that? No, I didn't. They'd like be like, Billy's 35, but like then they flash the date oh, on the Lord. thing. I'm like, he's actually 36, and you're not even following your own math. Like,
1: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and, I would like to watch this movie drunk in a group of other drunk people. That'd actually would be really yeah. fun. With the lights. I would have enjoyed that and, five years ago. You know, I would like to do that. Yeah,
0: string up your house with Christmas lights. Yes. This really is the boyhood of Christmas horror movies, though. We're really getting... Every scrap of his childhood. And, like, the yeah. the way
2: they set them up is hilarious. So, like, Andrea Martin, always love her. She's Phil in the original. Yeah, icon. Um, tells them the story of baby Billy, right? Yeah. And then later in the movie, Oliver <laughs> Hudson's like, we played on this street. And she's like, well, what happened? Said, Bitch, you were telling them the story ten minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, but... <laughs>
1: You know, that's, like, a really fun thing to do in real life. True. When you already know the story. Tell me the story you, mm, again. I'm like, go ahead and tell me. But
2: the that line they give her is so amazing because it's, like, so, like, they might as well have done, like, <laughs> like flashback. <laughs> I was just like, well, that. what happened? And then it says 1981 or whatever. You know, like,
0: so great. It was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. Um, I so honest, that, Did I break it down enough? Sorority a, girl stalked yeah. by agnes and billy <laughs> yeah and agnes is his incest child with his mother mm-hmm. to his, his, his daughter's sister
1: sister mm-hmm. yeah
0: um i don't <laughs> necessarily know how we want to talk about this um but the character of agnes is played by a man um i thought so which i think is a oh. unique choice um yeah
1: because men just don't get hired very often yeah, for things. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's really
0: nice that they yeah. made that exception for the Right, movie. of course. <laughs> yeah, that's been mentioned. We can move on. Um yeah, it's just this movie's making a lot of choices well, like, that go thing on where they
2: it cast a man to play her and then they have her like digitally rape somebody. Do they? That's Lauren. Lauren the drunk girl she's molested in her bed and I'm pretty sure it's Agnes that does oh, it. Cause really? Agnes is the
0: one that appears oh. right after that. I don't, I may have, uh, I have been in a fugue that. state. Yeah. yeah. This movie is so disjointed that I think I fell out of my consciousness. Or maybe it was Billy and it. then they swapped, I mean, uh, but you know, the first that ring is really,
2: really, 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 really tragic to me. Cause I'm just like, they're playing this up as like the characters feeling pleasure
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then they kill her anyway
1: the the first two times i i started the movie and tried to watch it and then realized i hadn't been watching it (laughs) um i i like snapped back to it at the same point each time and it's when the eyeball gets ripped out
0: oh there's the the sheer eye trauma of this
2: movie yeah
1: again that's a choice i loved that i mean it made me laugh yeah it's yeah I I,
2: I I actually got think. really annoyed with the opening girls the way she sipped her wine.
1: Like that, I, I was just like, "Why?" You're such a bitch. <laughs> she,
3: she has no
2: line of dialogue. She just <laughs> sips wine and dies. Well, like, oh, the one who's
0: writing the yeah, the, card the writing to the note Lee. to Lee, yeah.
2: But I was like, I remember being super annoyed the first time I saw it with the way she sipped her wine, and I got really annoyed. <laughs> also, it did it night.
0: did seem very matronly for a sorority girl. Like it was very like. She's coming home from a day of teaching high school. Yes. Um, she just it's, taught Sunday school. It's, it's very much like the, uh, the teacher who dies in final destination. Um, who also when plays alone. Lee. Oh, really? Uh, the same, oh the yeah. Same, Cause it's the same. It's the same. She's married, married
2: team. And I think she was married to, or is married to James Wong or Glenn Morgan. I can't
0: remember which one. Glenn Morgan. I yeah. believe I saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's very much like that. It feels I like sexified she's fight her up for black Christmas. Sure, I yeah. mean, she, you know, she looks great. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yes, so it was very much like that. It's like she's a thirty-nine-year-old woman who's like really just comfortable in her home, and just like it, it's just like a. She's like a real kids are playing downstairs. Yeah, just a real sense of like an aged approach to Christmas
1: mm-hmm. that
0: I wasn't really feeling like from like a she's probably like 20 in the
1: movie she's soul. she had serotonin in like 20 years (laughs) experiencing childhood trauma and she's always been told you know you act older than your age and she's like yeah Uh,
0: i'm just gay
2: that was a scene that scene and then when they kill megan i remember megan's name because she was the one with the the the, the oliver hudson which kill was that sex you (laughs) uh recorded them having sex and mm. then it was revenge porned. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> isn't it so funny? Um and it's not. And that scene in the opening and then when Megan dies, they did the same thing where they revealed the killer to the camera like well before she dies. And I'm like, well there goes all any suspense that's supposed <laughs> to be in this scene. <laughs> Just like what are these choices?
0: And Glenn Morgan and James Wong are good. Like Final Destination is mm-hmm. a great movie.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: It, no, it's <clears> just you know, obviously this movie was massively compromised. I mean, it was wine stained. There's and mm, you know, they their that.
2: besides the other stuff that they've done, they notoriously like fidget into every single dimension film that they made, except yeah. The First Scream.
3: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyway, so one thing that I noticed just randomly that popped out of me on this watch of this movie is all the Christmas ringtones that everybody had on their 2006 cell phones. (laughs) That just really took me back to a time when people had ringtones, (laughs) let alone like obsessively changed them. And ringtones for their text messages. Okay. Oh God.
1: Like my mom in 2019, (laughs) a a whole ringtone. And she don't want to push any button to make it stop.
2: <laughs> she lets it go.
1: Yes. The whole time while she, you know, like holding her phone up in the air a little bit and looking. And I'm like, how can you stand that? Right. Every time.
0: My phone is never not on silent. Same. Yeah. But if it ever happened to not be, do you have a ringtone or is it just the like generic? Just the phone. The phone okay. tone. Mine is the Halloween
1: But thing. in nice. 2006... I had several polyphonic ringtones. I did too. Ooh. I definitely
2: did. And I remember being able to download ringtones mm-hmm. at the time and mm-hmm. like putting real music on your, as your ringtone exciting. and being very excited. Oh yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. And, but when she, so when Kelly, Katie Cassidy, sure. When there's like nobody left alive, it's her and Oliver Hudson and Lee. They're in Megan's room, I think, or no, they're in the room where Michelle Trachtenberg just died. All
3: right. And she's
2: texting a, one of the phones and it's like, yeah. Where is, she's like, it's in the attic. I'm like, is there just a giant hole there? Because the camera just kept panning to black and then you'd see like the light from the phone. Yeah, like, yeah
1: I, What are they looking at?
0: I think it was supposed to be a hole in the eaves yeah. and you were God. seeing the light through that.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they constantly act like a person standing straight up can see not only down through a little hole, but to see to the, to the ground below. And right? Like, oh I'm yeah. Like, there's no way that anyone can see it. it anything or like the shower
2: that. when the eye hole is like straight up, she, they should only be able to see the ceiling. Yeah. Not a nude person. shower.
1: I really hated. I hated that too. The floor and, the,
2: and like the way the tiles, there's just so many choices. Where I'm just like, so like, are we supposed to believe that she doesn't notice that she's moving tiles away with her toes or that they're just so used to it?
1: Right. <laughs> like the, what, she's what, like, what, this house is a piece of shit. Yeah, I like, would be surprised by nothing. Yeah, the floor of this bathroom is sand. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the glue wore off.
1: Yeah, do you think those
0: tiles have to be individually replaced like after yeah. someone walks through every time? I, yeah. <laughs> they have a bag of them that they just take yeah. into the shower with
2: them. i tell
1: you, I have cleaned some sorority houses in my day. Oh, really? really? Yes. When I was in undergrad or late high school, early, early undergrad, I had some friends who cleaned for a living and I, and I would like tag along on weekends or something for extra cash. And we would end up on campus and I cleaned several sorority houses and... I would want to peel my own skin off yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Oh, God. So that's just that se- that bathroom. The tiles really irked me because I imagined having my eye that close to a bathroom floor that is mm. not my own. Mm. And I couldn't Ugh. deal with it because actually bathroom scenes, I can watch people being gutted, mm-hmm. people being like, um, hit by a car, all kinds of things. But a bathroom, someone in a bathtub, I can't chew my food. Ooh. I can't think about your bathroom because the thing is, no one's people love to show off their their uh, bathtub pics, and you know what? <laughs> cl- cl- cleanliness is a privilege, uh-huh. and like having a nice bathroom is a privilege,
3: uh-huh.
1: and and I, and that's why you won't see my bathroom pics on the internet because I don't have a nice bathroom, <laughs> but like it, yeah, I can't, I it, I I can't even eat oh my bathroom scenes huh. if,
0: if it helps the the tiles are so clean. Like you could eat in off the movie. Floor they're really clean. If your food wouldn't fall through the holes in
1: the floor. Right. And what exactly do people think? How, how do people think floors are constructed exactly for you to be able to see this tiny little hole that shoots directly down to the basement under one thin tile that was removed. Like well, none what you, of them what do you noticed think are walking on? That's true.
2: You know, that's the that's thing is no one noticed the savage amount of holes in their house.
1: Yeah, and there
0: there is a comfortable amount of space for two grown adults to live inside of the walls of this house. And well, so that's what my was going to be my question. Okay, was
2: Agnes there the entire time? Because they mentioned like at the end when the news reporter is saying like Kelly, right before Kelly and Lee are attacked at the hospital, there's that news reporter, and she's talking about what happened, and she says something about Agnes being. Release from Dorville or some shit. And I don't know if that was like, her, or like dudeville or something. I can't remember what she said, but I'm um, was like, is that supposed to be the orphanage she was in? Cause they mentioned she was an orphanage after. Yeah. Billy like went. Yeah. So we led to believe that like, she was still in that orphanage and she escaped. Cause they said, or was like, she let because then I'm like, well, what twenty four year olds living in an orphanage? And they should.
1: I wish they had that. I wish they did. Year-olds. Right? Actually, right. they should. They yeah, really should.
2: Um, they really should. Yeah. Especially because, like, fuck, you kick someone out when they're eighteen. Yeah. Like oh, magical day, they yeah. suddenly can take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: Thirty to forty percent of homeless queer youth in Los Angeles were aged out of the foster system at eighteen and had nowhere that's to go. Nuts. So, like, yes, orphanages for folks over 18, absolutely.
2: And we can call them public housing.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Let's house people.
2: Yeah. Um, but anyway, w- or was she there the whole time
0: from mm-hmm. being aged out? My answer like, to this will come in the form of a song. I doesn't. don't give a
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
2: that's just how another example of just how Poorly thought out this movie. Is, I'd, like to imagine, it is.
1: I'd like to imagine that she aged out of the orphanage at 18, but moved into the walls.
2: Yeah, because Kelly says something like, How long did uh, she The been walls in, of yeah. the orphanage? Yes, which, yes begs, okay. which brings me to my next question then. Why didn't she kill them the Christmas before or the Christmas before that? Because, like, they said Billy tries to escape every year.
1: I mean, they weren't ready to make the movie yet. I
2: guess. But, like, Billy's never. He tries to escape every year, but they've always stopped him. I don't know. I just, I'm like, th- logic, man. Think of it. <laughs> Heard of it. And then the cop that, the security guard that lets, that Billy kills. I'm just like, dude, you just talked about how he tries to escape every year and you're going into this room alone because you don't see him.
1: <laughs> Great plan. Mm-hmm.
2: Call somebody. That, mm-hmm. The only person of color in the movie too, by the way, is the first to die.
1: Yeah had a job too. A good <laughs> job. You know, <laughs> are any jobs good? Just kidding. Right. <laughs>
0: mm. Um, speaking of people's jobs, the mortuary worker in the end who is drinking eggnog and dribbling it just completely uh, down so his entire front. <laughs> um, I, I was watching this with Sergio and anytime they did fully on mouths, like chewing sipping, some, or chewing yeah. or whatever, he would physically just, uh, revolts Squirm. at the noise. It's the Foley art on this movie is, is truly an art. It is, it is disgusting. There is that, um, part in the attic where some, they're wrapping Christmas lights around one of the killers and the Christmas light sounds like a metal chain yeah. being dragged across the floor. <laughs> the, <laughs> I uh, loved that. Yeah. It, yeah, him eating the cookies at what
2: grossed me out. It wasn't, <sighs> it wasn't the cookie or the fact that it was supposed to be his mom's skin. It was the sound that they put in with him and that like, pff- it's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it's, it wasn't it's, his teeth or anything. It it's was just the, world's the sound. Longest mukbang. Ugh. Like it's.
1: <laughs> I did love how like they had the cookies that were actually cookies at first, and I remember thinking like, why the hell are those cookies so thin? Like, who, <laughs> who made these like thin uh, cookies? Like, uh, <laughs> white lady. Weak fucking cookies. <laughs> and then when he starts cutting the skin out, and I'm like, oh, that's actually so. I love that because the skin is also thin.
0: Mm-hmm. The set up and payoff yeah. of it.
1: Yeah. The, the, the chicharrones. <laughs> like, <laughs> skin cookies. It was probably delicious. If you're someone that eats. It probably
2: tasted like bacon.
1: Skin. Yeah. It tastes like pork you know, belly. Like bacon something. is just oh.
2: pig skin, right? At the end of the day.
1: Not technically like the skin. Um. But. They, the taste is similar. That word, sure. like, it probably tastes good. It probably <laughs> oh, does. <laughs> I mean,
0: you know, people eat people. Sometimes it's not a great thing.
1: Yeah. No, um, I'm not like crazy. advocating for cannibalism, but <laughs> I am going to, I am someone who believes that humans are animals Yeah, they are. Um, and someone who is, I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan but sometimes, actually, oftentimes, I'm really grossed out by the meat I'm eating and have to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's just it seems like it probably tastes pretty similar to other the chicken kinds or of, yeah, yeah like know. any other no, animal. Just, I
0: I would I would definitely include in my will like a little passage saying if you're curious you can try to eat part of me to see what okay, it's like.
1: You're a freak. I love it.
0: <laughs> no, just deep fry me though. I want to be deep
1: fried and look, fried.
0: I want to be breaded and deep fried. I've kind of. <laughs> I've kind of always wanted to know.
1: What human tastes like? Yeah,
0: just a little bit. Mm,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was a child, I, um, these
1: missionaries visited my church, and, uh, you know, missionaries love to, like, uh, talk about the— I actually, I can't even use the language that those people would use, but, um, you know, there's. I had a big fear of cannibals because missionaries would come to our church and talk about, you, you know, these eaten. foreign lands that mm. they were um, taking Jesus to, and— they loved to talk about oh, what's the name of that really famous missionary who got killed by the indigenous folks in like South America. Anyway, I thought that cannibals were like a real threat, and I would lay awake at night, uh, being so worried that cannibals yeah, can were going religion. right, that cannibals were going to show up in the U.S. Um, and that they were going to eat all of us. And I'm, I'm like, you know, kids are. I was going to say kids are stupid, but that's not even true. I, I thought, I was like, well, I hope if a cannibal gets on a plane to come <laughs> to the U.S., I hope that um, it eats everyone on the plane, including the pilots in the plane crashes there's so also like six year old reasoning well, yeah. yeah I mean it's like, like
2: yeah your kids aren't stupid adults are dicks
1: yeah that part and I'm like well I hope the cannibal in it's bloodlust just like eats the pilot, the pilot and the plane crashes and I love was, the
2: idea of six year old you thinking a cannibal is like getting a plane ticket crazy little bitch laying in oh, bed like do you think you no, flew delta Look, that, that's, what we,
0: well, that's the one person they don't kick off right um, but, ah, shit. like, look, that's what you're doing with the information you've been given. Of course. Like, that's how you're processing yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
2: Assholes telling you that.
1: So, I just think your curiosity is natural. Yeah,
0: it's valid. You know. I think, yeah.
2: Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Just don't eat one of us.
1: No, look, I'm um, not going to... Actually,
0: you could eat me if I died. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That a uh, verbal contract is binding in the state yeah. of California. Tempura me. Tempura <laughs> better me. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, look, but that... That, that would make
2: anything delicious. Stuff. Yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. it, I just feel like it would reduce. That's the taste. true test. If, if I taste horrible tempura batter, do you know not to eat another person or I'm just, gross.
1: it might just be your flavor. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be sold. I would be like, mm, someone else might taste better. <laughs>
2: tempura battery. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> There's your title. Um, <sighs> so what, do we like anything about this movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, I love, a Christmas vibe. I, I do too. don't want to movie. that I'm one of the Christmas gays. Like I know that's really controversial and it to also be like one of the Halloween gays. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I I'll watch anything, any horror movie. I love a Christmas. Christmas horror movie. Movie. I love yeah. a Christmas horror movie. And I thought a lot of the deaths were fun to watch. There's some that great windshield, disgusting when the blood splattered. Uh, I what a loved that,
0: right? I <laughs> love yeah, when scene Mary that. Elizabeth Winston gets Gallaghered inside of a car. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: <laughs> Brian exactly.
0: screamed when um, Andrea Martin got the ice oh, icicle oh, through the head, and that is I so know. unexpected, too. Mm-hmm. It, it really such is like a rapid fire succession. There's some, yeah, the kill
2: the yeah, kills yeah, are really there's good. Some good
1: kills in it. Think,
0: it oh,
2: bothered gosh. me though, and I usually don't get bothered by this stuff because I know at the end of the day. I don't know, but it was all women. It was like nuts. I'm like, they're literally just
0: killing a field of women. Like, and like the bulk of the body count is in like an eight minute span. Yes. So it's a very brutal, just you know, run
2: through. Cause it was like, not even enough that they killed all women, but like none of them had any personality. You know what I mean? Like Mary Elizabeth Winstead was like the Christian girl and
0: was uh, she? crystal
2: Lowe? I got was,
0: nothing out of anyone.
2: She was like the one that they said like something about her Bible. Oh. <laughs> so she her. was the Christian girl. And then like Crystal Lowe was the drunk. And then Lacey Shaver was the brat. And yeah, I knew she was rich yeah, and had a phone. Yep. And I knew Michelle Trachtenberg was the only one that had somewhat of a personality.
1: I think I was biased cause I just like her. I liked her oh, yeah.
2: a lot too, but she uh, was think- like helping Crystal Lowe and then kind of being bitchy to another, but like being like a smart ass in another moment and then mm. helping Lee. Like she, I was like, Kelly like, played she was by Katie Cassidy, is like the, the, one of the worst final girls and it's nothing against the actress. They just literally gave her nothing to do. No,
0: she, she's a final girl by default because yeah, she lives to the end of the movie. Yeah. And not because one. she's
2: a character. Right. And they gave her like a boyfriend to play off of, but like, you know, nothing about any of them. Yeah.
1: I need to ask, um, Sam. Eve's
2: mom died. That's the only other thing you know.
1: I need to ask Sam Weinman how he feels about this movie. I
2: think he probably likes it just because it's got yeah, that camp I feel like factor it did, to like, it. Yeah,
1: now I, now I need to know immediately. Yeah, he
2: does. Cause he texted me that he was so excited we were
3: doing
1: it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair,
2: there, there's fun stuff. Like we talked about yeah, the kills are yeah. super fun. Some of the dialogue um, is actually really funny. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like definitely. I get that. I get the, I like the mean girl vibe, but I'm like, don't put it, I don't know. It doesn't work so well in a slasher movie when that's all you're giving every girl to do.
0: I I like it, but I like that vibe better in a sorority row um, where Mm. there's more of a sense of like these people actually know each other and have personalities. Well, And they, what they did in sorority row that's better than
2: black Christmas is they put it all in one person's mouth.
0: All the mean stuff.
2: Yes. Yes. They didn't have just every girl acting the bitch. Which mm-hmm. this movie essentially did. And I'm also like, none of these girls seem to like each other. How are they in a sorority together? I mean... <laughs> Maybe it's accurate. You,
1: okay, I was going to say something, and it's probably ignorant because I, I'm not in a sorority and never will be. But I just feel like if you're paying for friends and paying for a network, there's no guarantee True. that you're going to like anybody. True. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine walking into one of those houses and liking anyone. (laughs)
2: Um, but you like, don't even know like what grade they're in grade. You don't even well great, but you don't even know what year of school they're in. You don't even know how old they're supposed to be. You know, they're in college, but like none of them have goals. Like there's just nothing going on. I don't know. Yes. Lacey Shabar was going to go skiing or something. That's a goal. She was going to do something.
0: (sighs) <sighs> yeah I don't know I just I always feel like watching this movie for me is like watch, looking at one of those magic eye puzzles where you have to um, unfocus your eyes and the picture comes into focus <laughs> except kind of the opposite Like it just forces my eyes to unfocus and then it just becomes nothing. (laughs)
1: Like I can't see anything. My eyes slide
0: right off of the screen. It's actually kind of vicious. I love
1: it. That was very (laughs) vicious actually.
2: It's pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. I think there could be some kind of, for people who drink, there could be some kind of really good drinking game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For that. Well,
2: the movie suffers um, in comparison to the original just in so many ways. But one of the biggest reasons it suffers is they don't leave the house. There's mm-hmm. eight people mm-hmm. in a living room the entire movie. There's not a lot of variety you can do there. Um, so, like, the movie did itself a disservice by having it take place within, like, a four-hour span. <laughs> Whereas, like, the reason the original is so great is it takes its time. And this movie, you could tell, was just, like, in a hurry to start killing people.
1: Definitely. You know? Definitely. I watched the original right before the watching the so remake. The so good. Yeah.
2: I watched it when, was it you and Sam were tweeting each other about it on Twitter? Or was it maybe Sam and Jordan? Yeah, I don't
1: think it was me.
2: I saw someone tweet about it. I immediately turned the movie on. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's on shutter. It's such a masterpiece. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful film.
1: It is beautiful. It and they do take their time and mm-hmm. it's worth it. It's and-
2: scarier. That yeah. opening scene of him just walking to the house, yes. up the ladder, mm-hmm. into the attic is scarier than killing. That somebody. is
1: so scary. You know, mm-hmm. cause he's
2: then he's there from the very beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah i mean it, it's not even fair to compare any movie to black christmas no, of course but of course that's exactly what black christmas is inviting by making itself black christmas yeah and it, it's not hiding that we've got the andrea martin she's playing mrs mack who is always the best character in either of the yeah.
1: movies anytime
0: oh man i do wish she had more hidden alcohol pulling out of little cubby holes yeah because she didn't drink the whole movie right uh, Andre Martin? Yeah. No, as far as I know. Are you
2: meaning Mrs. Original Mac? No, I'm Mrs. talking about Mrs. Original Mac? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, no, look. There, there's, there's stuff. It's definitely... You're right. It's a party movie. It's a drunk movie. Yes. Like, drink anytime someone says something super outdated. Like, I saw it on the net. Yeah. <laughs> um, Call Star 6 9 <laughs> Yeah. Like, they were
2: still saying that shit in 2006. I'm like, bitch, just look at Color ID. <laughs> yeah, and didn't they have Color ID? <laughs> they did. They later? showed yeah. some. Yeah, Michelle Trackerberg literally yeah. is like... And what, call the person back? And then she goes and says it was Megan's
0: cell. Yeah. So they had caller ID. And I have a a harsh confession to make. Is that the first time I watched this movie, it was partially because I knew Michelle Trachtenberg's character was going to get murdered because I hated her character in Buffy the Vampire Dawn. Slayer so much that I needed the catharsis. I was reading that the only I, reason she did the movie is so she could die in a movie. I mean, I would do that. Mm-hmm. That's one of my goals.
2: She has oh, like yeah, a good death too, to the skate
3: to the head.
0: It's very, mm, mm, and also ironic ice princess death.
2: Yeah. Mm. But they um, had like, there was another, that was like another thing. I actually really liked the decision they made where she gets the bag overhead and then escapes. Yes. I actually wish they didn't kill her in that moment.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause she actually would have been a better final girl.
2: Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, that's true. Even,
0: yeah. you know, I've grown past my, uh, mm-hmm. irrational sure, fear yeah. of Michelle Drachtenberg.
1: <laughs> oh, you should be scared of her. <laughs>
0: I think people hate her, right? They? Really? There's
1: like yeah. an un,
2: because of Dawn, right? Like yeah, people have like an undying hatred for her.
1: And I live, <laughs> I live and die for her.
2: Oh, for, for Michelle Trachtenberg or yes. for, Yeah. Does she still work? I and I mean that
0: just cause I feel like, does she still act? Yeah, I, don't, I know. don't know that much about her. And obviously her. what I'm saying is nothing against her.
3: No, um, not at all.
0: And also I've definitely grown to accept Dawn into my life. Um, I was just not prepared for her when I was first binging Buffy in high school. <laughs> She's a rough time for me.
2: I do think Gossip Girl. Okay. Oh, I do think the 17 um, again. So she did a movie in 2014. hmm. And then Lacey
0: Chabert needs to pull her onto that Hallmark train.
1: Oh my God. Oh, she was she could play the girl um,
0: that the boyfriend talks to in one scene and creates a love triangle that goes nowhere. She's been doing a (laughs) she hasn't really worked since 2016. All right. Change.org petition. Michelle Trachtenberg. I mean, she's probably,
2: she may you know, just know what she not want to. Yeah. She may not want to, um, career. I'm looking her up yes. on wiki.
0: Um, but yes, I would like to publicly apologize to Michelle Trachtenberg for how I acted in high school. I would like to apologize to a lot of people for how I acted in high school. You know,
1: <laughs> uh, some,
0: Yeah, me too. those are some times. Um,
2: what yeah, else? Black Christmas would be. I actually would watch this again with the two of you. Oh,
1: that would if be. The oh, three yeah. of us
2: were in a room. That would actually be a lot of fun. I yeah. think it is best, probably best, watch with at least one other person. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it watching it with Brian because we were commenting as we watched it.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
2: watching it alone would be really boring. But yeah, it, with it, a group of gays, group of queer people, now that would be a blast.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's Christmas as fuck. Like
1: <laughs> true,
0: I'm it's
3: Christmas true
1: as
0: fuck. I'm also with you Nate, in that I don't know that I would self identify as a Christmas gay, but I do. I like the holiday. Yeah. I enjoy Christmas. I enjoy like getting Get presents music. for people. I enjoy yeah. watching Christmas movies. I watched home mm-hmm. alone this week. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I have Disney, Disney plus. It was like one of the, mm-hmm. it was like the first thing I put on that and freaky Friday, that and freaky Friday. I watched freaky <laughs> Friday as well. A uh, very enjoyable movie. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. (laughs) Um,
0: But yeah, like I, it's in the sense of the same way that I like Halloween because of the way that it flavors the month that precedes Halloween. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And obviously I am on the side of happy holidays in all situations. Um, I am not a Christian. I like the, like pagan secular elements of Christmas. Absolutely. Um, I like the totally wild Santa mythology. Um, I do enjoy the old school music. Like the Bing Crosby bullshit.
2: Yes. Yeah, look, um, I, I, I really with- do like that stuff, even though, like, every year at Christmas Eve to my entire family, I was like, all these guys abuse their wives.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. um, they did. I'd
2: bring the- Everyone's always like, will you stop fucking saying that every year? And I'm like, They're well, like, it's no. like very true, though. Like, all these yeah. guys crooning, like, classic wholesome Christmas music. We're the worst yeah. human beings. Like not Thanks only,
1: only answer, am I going to stop saying, I'm not going <laughs> to stop saying it. I'm going to make all of you donate to your local domestic. <laughs> oh, violence That's a shelter. really good
2: idea. I should actually do, do that as my gift this year. Yeah. A donation was name. made in your name.
1: Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Be like, uh, stop talking about it. Yeah. Put mm-hmm. my money where my mouth is.
2: Gave
0: you an echo dot last year. You're donating this year.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Uh uh-huh. Uh huh. huh. and, uh, Oh, sorry, uh, about the happy holidays thing. I was like, the thing that infuriates me about that is that there are other holidays. Mm -hmm. Like, there are many holidays in December. Like, you can't assume who celebrates what. I don't get the problem with including everybody. Anyway. I don't either, but I also wouldn't get mad if someone said Happy Hanukkah to me.
3: Yeah, Or Merry
2: Christmas. That's why I'm like, who gives a fuck what anyone says to you? If it's Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa. Well, uh, Merry Christmas is the
0: patriarchy. So (laughs) This is true. Um, I mean that was a joke, but it's also not not a joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, only, um, yeah. Although that the said, the birth of um,
1: Jesus, the patriarch. Yeah, well, literally, yeah.
0: Um, Sergio and I do have a kind of sick addiction to evangelical Christian movies or Christmas movies. Um, I've already talked about Wish for Christmas on the podcast, um, but this year we have lined up. We're going to watch Christmas with a capital C, which is. <laughs> about one of the baldwins fighting Do people uh, exist in any of these movies absolutely not okay, okay. how dare you <laughs> we do not <laughs> keep us out of this um but yeah one of the baldwins is there and they're fighting to so like have a town banner say merry even... christmas instead of happy holidays you're kidding. and i am fully prepared you're to fucking laugh my kidding off. is it Stephen? <sighs> it's got to be Stephen. Uh, let me double check he's the only one
2: that went conservative
1: yeah, you know, as a kid, the holiday time made me feel really lonely and sad. Aww. Um, and not until I, like, lived in L.A. and spent holiday time with people I actually liked did I start to enjoy it. Um, and now I, like, really love it.
2: I really like the. I mean, I really enjoy the holidays. I like the the spirit of it when it's, like... I don't want to say correct, but when it's not like, like you said, like the, the pagan, in the right place. yeah, like when the heart's in the right place, and it's not like someone forcing their religion on me. I like the spirit of yeah. like just being kind and, um, yeah, you know, um, having a nice meal, mm-hmm. you know. Like I love it now because I have loved ones, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have like I sent Brian a spreadsheet, fucking today, with like three or four of our like holiday meals already on it, with like friends and stuff okay. that we do every year. Ugh. But I like that kind of shit, and I really yeah. do like. Every year, I've like, oh, I haven't even started it. I should get on that tonight. Where I'm like, we don't need a tree. Like, but like, totally, that's my way of saying, like, can we go get a tree? Because mm-hmm. I've always have said I don't care. But then I end up wanting a tree. And I really love the idea of a tree in my house. It smells really good, too. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
2: but yeah, yeah, the pagan shit aspect of it, the lights and the festive stuff is what yeah. I really like. Because I think you're right. It does connect to Halloween, though because yeah. it's all about it just, that month. I love that you put it. It's like a whole month.
0: Yeah. And yeah. also like, obviously the kind of ubiquity of the holiday season obviously can be really rough for people who don't feel a connection yeah. to it or to the people in their community. It can be a very depressive, especially to time. the mainstream because Christmas is the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a, you know, I guess it is a privilege to get joy from the trappings of that. Um, and that's, I mean, that's why we wanted to, have an episode out so we could like be with everybody,
3: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, we I mean, know there's not a lot of
2: new stuff this time of year, too, so it's nice to put something out there that people can enjoy, even if it's only for 90 minutes. But the thing I really like about what you said, Nay, about finding that here is that that's the greatest thing when you realize as you get older and start doing stuff like how you, you mentioned this in the past, like I get to make my own decisions. Like Mm -hmm. how cool is that? Mm
3: -hmm. You can
2: create your own traditions and stuff, which is what I really love about this time of year.
0: It's so fun. Mm -hmm. Sergio and And I have a skull
2: on our counter with the Santa hat on. It's great. (laughs) My new tradition at home is on Christmas Eve. My mom and dad, when he was alive, made the entire family go to Christmas Eve mass, Catholic mass. So my last Three, it is the only time of year I enter a church. My last three years, 15 minutes into the mass, I tell my mom I'm going to the bathroom. I go to the Dunkin' Donuts across the street and have a coffee and a donut. Oh, so it hell yeah. Great. I don't return until mass is over.
1: <laughs> I, I love doing some shit that you would have straight up yeah. got your ass beat. Yes,
2: like kid. knowing as a seven-year-old my mom would have beat the shit right. out of me. Yeah. Right. But oh, now it's like my own little... It's literally the only 45 minutes when I'm home for the holidays that I have alone
3: mm-hmm. because my
2: family's fucking monstrous and they're together for like nine straight days. I literally sit in a Dunkin Donuts alone. Last year they were closed. Oh no. So I walked to a gas station a half mile down the street and sat in this gas station and had a
1: cup of coffee. Okay, I'm a be rebellious.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm not going back in I that church not
1: going back in there i i feel that i love that left
2: brian in there before oh yeah
1: (laughs) if you don't know to get your ass up and come to duncan i don't know what to tell you survival of the fittest
2: coffee is really good once they like when they put all that
0: cream and sugar in it it tastes like candy well that's the thing that apparently duncan's all about because i don't drink coffee so every time i go there i'm like the donuts aren't that good and people are like you don't go for the donuts and that makes me incredibly i actually really like their donuts
1: uh champagne urbana where i'm from there were only Dunkin'. there were not starbucks there until i feel like i was starbucks didn't start
2: popping up until i was i think out here yeah it was Cleveland, all or maybe it was a maybe there weren't as many
1: we had those Dunkin' donut baskin robin combo yeah combos spot. yeah Ooh.
2: did you have pizza hut taco bell combos
1: not we used th- to have in the beginning yeah no i think
2: those have gone out of style but i remember
1: there's one one, uh in Boyle heights there's a a hell yeah pizza hut no it's a kfc taco bell oh
0: hell yeah (laughs) Um, i need to get over there the one we had in long beach was a Togo's Baskin Robbins, and those smells do not mix very well. What is Togo's? It's
1: a sandwich, Togo's is a sandwich
0: place. So you, you haven't lived until you've smelled cookies and cream and peppercini in the same oh whiff. God.
1: Oh my God, I'm so hungry now. I'm kind of
0: wanting that. It did. That one did shut down, sadly, but I'm sure there's some out in somewhere I like somewhere to get in Baskin the world. Robbins. Um, so does this movie get a Pride flow? No. 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 No, was easy. <laughs> no.
1: It's not queer at all. But it can donate like lots of money. To the queer like youth shelters when they throw that for like when they throw their holiday meals mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah they've got a
2: do we get the idea
0: a sense that any of the characters were possibly queer no right I mean not a lot of them have explicit sex lives which is interesting none from of a movie them like have this. explicit lives well true for, or interests yeah, yeah like, or like personalities yeah or like things to do or they, say have, honestly four of them. <laughs> Four of them could be in a polyamorous relationship and we'd never know. True. Now, really quick.
1: No. Cause you have, you ever met a poly person who don't tell you they're poly. <laughs> Myself included. Like I'm not even hating, but it's like on that list of identities where the, you are sure to know uh-huh. quickly.
2: Hey, proud. <laughs> um, so Eve gives Heather, I'm remembering their names. Who's I'm so proud of you. Eve. But also I'm so lost. Eve is the legacy. Yeah, she gives that weird so her, her head cut off. And Heather is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. So she gives her the classic horned the thing of glass, glass that's in the original film. Uh-huh. But I feel like then there's like five of those throughout the movie. Is it the same one being passed around? Because then oh, Crystal look. Lowe's character, Lauren, the, alcohol, the the girl that gets really drunk, mm-hmm. She has one on her nightstand. Yeah, no, look. They definitely had it at the local white lady store. Yeah, I was like, why are they... And they're taking... Right next to the candles. Show this once. And then they don't even show anybody die by it. Someone does, Lauren dies by it, but you don't see it do anything. You, like, see it go into frame and then down, and that's it. I'm like, you're using... It was iconic. I
0: don't know. I'm just like, well, it's just so bad. To, to be fair, <laughs> you don't see it do anything in the original black Christmas,
2: but it looks like it does a lot
0: more because of the, the camera
2: tricks. Yeah. And yeah. The amount of it's,
0: times yeah. you see it
2: go in and out of oh, frame. Yes. I'm yes. Ugh, I'm so excited. And I'm they don't show it, it up until that moment in mm-hmm. that scene when Margot Kidder is asleep
0: and you see it and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's not, that, it's not going to end that well. thing's going to do something. Um, but yeah, that that's that's it, right? Oh, um, speaking of uh, donating money, thank you to any, everyone who donated to the charity drive that I yeah. started on our previous yeah. episode. Um, yeah, I, I don't <coughs> really want to talk further about my experiences with that. That was it was a fun talk, but yeah, things have been pretty wild in Long Beach recently. And thank you to everybody who donated. That feels really nice, and it's nice to be supported by that. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no Pride Float.
3: Pride mm-hmm. community service. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Where anything can, else? I think that's it. Yeah.
3: That's
1: it.
0: Mary coffee.
1: Mary coffee. Mary. Happy tea. <laughs>
2: you can find me on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken.
1: Uh-huh. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Black Cupcake.
0: And where else? Dottie Los Angeles.
2: Like,
1: you can find me in Los Angeles. Yes. <gasps> hey.
0: You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Friends. <laughs> you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at QueerWolfPod. You can join our Facebook group, and please do, at Attack of the Queer Wolf Pack. Thanks, BJ. Thank you, BJ. Um, and uh, I, I received a person an email from my personal email of someone talking about Queer Wolf. Someone was very smart about hunting down me, and I realized I should share our official Queer Wolf at email address but so do nobody does that email? again i don't know um but yeah queer uh podcast at gmail.com so don't email me please <laughs> <laughs> or me <laughs> or nay thank you yeah bye thank
3: you,
0: attack of the queer wolf is a member of the fangoria podcast network hosted and produced by brennan klein michael kennedy and renee bever sound recording mixing and editing by ernie hurtado music by von kiss Logo art and design by John Holland. And for Fangoria, Dallas Saunier, Phil Nobile Jr., Jessica Sava Brandon Wainerdy, Natasha Passetta, and Rob Beluso.